You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. It's a brand new episode of Hear the Walking Dead, Cinema Geekly's all-encompassing Omnibus Walking Dead podcast. It is Anthony and Aurora, and we're back to talk more Fear the Walking Dead, Season 6, Episode 16, the finale episode, Aurora, called mm-hmm. The Beginning. We literally end with the beginning. So yes. Poetic, right? Yes. Uh, yep. This rundown of events... Mm-hmm. that I'm about to jump into for the record the the very first sentence is just just jumping right in we do not jump in where the episode jumps in at all although to be okay. fair to this episode a lot of it was disjointed they did uh, you know before we jump in I will say this my uh, my criticism that I had about like how it looks like days pass between the the rockets yeah. launching and stuff like that's what it felt like last week. But this right. like looking at the preview for this week, like how long does it take for these rockets to fall? Um, <laughs> I should have given them more credit because yeah. this episode was really uh, uh, disjointed stories about people who were split up. Mm-hmm. But it was all happening at the same time. And it was right. uh, sewn together by Morgan's message over the, the CB radio or whatever. Yep. Uh, yep. We hear that message over and over again, and we're hearing it from people in different situations. So, mm, yeah, yep. uh, they they did find a way to, to piece all of that together and not make it feel like it took 10 hours for a missile to fall. Um, right. So they did they did take care of that. But... Let's just jump right into what happens because they start with Aurora, mm-hmm. Dakota killing Teddy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> see, I told you, right? <laughs> like they just it was like like halfway through. <laughs> they just <laughs> they just jumped right in. All right. Yes. Uh, so Dakota kills Teddy, uh, mm-hmm. then is blasted essentially to a crisp when the first of the nuclear explosions go off. While John yep. Dory Sr. and June survived the explosion by hiding in Teddy's bunker, uh, because this completely just jumps right over the fact that, like, everything that happened prior to that, it just leapt over that. Uh, so mm-hmm. if you just wanted to read the synopsis, you'd be like, what? Because it doesn't make any sense. Well, I, we will go back and talk about it, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Strand, meanwhile, is able to travel far enough away to survive the blast and finds another survivor hidden in a building. Riley is shot by Charlie and dies while she, Daniel, Luciana, Wes, Sarah, and Jacob are rescued 
by a helicopter belonging to the CMR before the atomic blast destroys the area. Dwight and Sherry manage to survive one of the explosions while hiding in a bunker with a three-member family. Morgan and Grace, however, are about to commit suicide after declaring their love for one another, but suddenly they hear a baby crying, and it's Rachel's baby. And I had for- almost forgotten about Rachel Oof. from earlier. Um, she is transported. Uh, the baby was transported in a backpack by Walker Rachel. Then three atomic explosions occur relatively close to the submarine where they are located. And that is the episode, although there is a lot more going on than that. A lot more, yes. Aurora, uh, what were your thoughts on episode 16? I'm just going to come out and, and say that this is my favorite episode. Uh, of the season? The whole se- of the season. Oh, yes. okay. And uh, I think it it's fair to just go over what happened to Rachel because... Mm-hmm. Um, the, the episode starts with her. Yeah. And she has a flat tire. Uh, she's trying to fix it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that and she has her baby in the car. The baby's crying. So it's, it's already a tense situation. Yes. <laughs> I like the episode started like that. And I was like, that sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a sucky situation. Um, and then she finds out about the warheads and... Um, she hears Morgan's message. Yes. And she's like, no, he's wrong. We're going to survive this. And she tries to go back to fix the tire and the whole truck lands on her leg. Yeah. Rough. Which was... Breaks a, breaks the bone oh, through the skin. Yes. And you see the bone coming through the skin. Like you Ugh. see it. And she... It was so nerve wracking. Mm-hmm. And then she fixes... She does like a like a makeshift like splint. Yeah. Um, She... Puts the baby in a backpack. She carries the baby. She's walking with this broken leg. Mm-hmm. And she realizes that she's not going to make it. Um, so she decides to kill herself, become a walker, tie herself to the dog, Rufus. Mm-hmm. So that Rufus can find someone to take care of her baby. Yes. And she puts like a little like a scarf on her mouth to prevent herself from biting, biting. someone. Yes. Um, that whole sequence for it, it was just amazing to me. Horrifying, just, but yes, it was horrifying. But to start the episode like that was yes. amazing. Mm-hmm. It was such an amazing uh, scene. Uh, so, yeah, I just wanted to give her credit. <laughs> for yeah. what happened. Um, and then, you know, like you mentioned at the end, Rufus actually makes it to Morgan with the baby. Yes. Yep. Uh, which... Again, it's amazing because that baby was saved by Morgan mm-hmm. at the beginning. Oh, yeah. Well, did Morgan deliver the baby? Yes, I believe. I believe right? he did. Like he helped. Right? Uh, I, I don't remember if he delivered the baby, but I think he helped. So yeah, it was, it was something along those lines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the fact that it just came full circle at the end mm-hmm. and, you know, before this happened, we see the scene where Morgan and, uh, oh my God, I forgot her name. What's uh, her name? Uh, Grace? Grace. Yeah. Grace. <laughs> um, Morgan and Grace are about to kill themselves. Yeah. And this happens. And it's, you know, they're they're talking about Athena and that, you know, Grace lost her and she wants to reunite with her baby. Yeah. Um, and then this baby comes in. It was just... Oh, I love that so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was so great. It was. It was, it was actually kind of sweet in a way. 
despite all the yep. horribleness. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, let's talk a little bit about, uh, let's, let's go with, well, okay. If we want to be, if we want to dole out any negatives, it is rather convenient how many people came across bunkers. Yeah, I, it was surprising to see that so many people have bunkers. Pretty much everybody <laughs> except for Morgan. Uh, well, I mean, like the other group, the, the larger group, they, uh, I think it was Althea, right? Was she the one who yeah. was like, just trust the helicopter pilot, presumably right. her girlfriend. And mm-hmm. they, uh, they got zoomed out of there. Yep. Let's talk about Strand hmm. for a minute. <laughs> this guy, hold what the fuck? Uh, uh, yep. So, like, he's sort of like the internal villain of this show, right? Like, we're rooting for him to get yeah. killed at some point or get what's I, coming so I, to him. Yeah, I, I've been, you know, conflicted with this character because we know that he's selfish, but I, oh, yeah. I never, I never saw him as a villain. But it, I, I feel like it was solidified in this episode that he is a villain. Yeah. So yeah. he. He gets to this place, uh, this warehouse or whatever, and gets through a bunch of walkers, gets to a place, and was hoping there would be people there, but there are not anybody. Like, or he doesn't seem like there is. Everybody appears to be dead. Then he starts hearing music from a floor or so up, and he goes up there, and there is one person living there, and he was a historian. He was a professor. I believe that taught at the local university and he had gathered as much memorabilia and historical artifacts or items that he could and was trying to preserve them there or whatever. But strand was basically like, well, no, this is kind of just the end. Like these bombs are going to go off. It's as bad as you think it is. Mm -hmm. And we are not going to survive. And this guy's like, well, just tell me about yourself. So, Victor, thinking that it is the end, like he's convinced, like things are done. He's not expecting to survive this. Right. He just decides to lie uh, and says that, look, I'm a. There, there are these two guys. Uh, one of them uh, wanted to be the hero or whatever. The other person wanted to, to hog the glory for themselves or whatever. He's like, but I'm, I'm the hero guy. My name's, mm-hmm. my name is Morgan Jones. And I'm like, Oh, Victor, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Even when you think you're going to die, you're like, nah, I'd, I'd rather just be Morgan than, than me. But then when he realizes that they're well outside of the blast radius and they survive, he's just like, I'm Victor Strand. I get away with all this shit. Like nothing can stop me. I'm invincible. Uh, and this other guy is just looking at him like, "What did I get myself into?" Uh, at some point, I was like, "He was." The other guy was looking at him, and, and yeah. behind him was the window. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Can you just step away from the window? Because I have a feeling he's gonna push you." What's yeah. Gonna happen? Yeah, I thought he was gonna like cut his throat or something. Like, I yeah, don't know I was, what the. Ugh. Um, so yeah, there, there, there was that, uh, Dwight and, um, I see, I can't remember Dwight's girlfriend's or wife's Sherry? name, Sherry. Sherry. Um, yeah. they had their bit too, where they just happened to come across people. Now, I don't know how close they were to the explosion, but a cellar is not enough protection from a <laughs> nuclear blast. 
Like, maybe if they're far enough outside of the blast zone. Well, listen, like, Morgan and Grace uh, were able to be fine after hiding under a truck. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, they might be they might be f- outside of the, the blast zone, They had zone to be too. pretty far away. I was like, there's no way they're surviving this. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, like, Dakota literally turned to ash <laughs> instantly. She, exactly. like, Flash turned into ash. Flash yes. ash. Um, yeah. So, yeah, she died, like, immediately. Yep. Um, She also... So, let's talk about that whole scene where it's Teddy and Dakota, which, by the way, can we talk about how... I don't know if you picked up on these vibes, Aurora, but Mm -hmm. almost immediately, I felt wholly uncomfortable with Teddy and Dakota. Like, I was getting very, 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 very rapey vibes from Teddy. Yep. Yep. Like... Yeah, oh I don't know. I mean, God. is it ever established how old Dakota is? Because if I no. had to guess, I would say like she's maybe like, I don't know, 16. Yeah, 16, 14 to 16 is my yeah. guess. And he's treating her as if she's like the love of his life. Ugh. <laughs> it was yeah. really disturbing. Like when he kissed her hand, I'm like, yeah. oh. Okay. And I think he kisses uh, her cheek at some point, and I yes. thought he was going to actually kiss her. And I was like, you Ugh. better not, Walking Dead. You better yeah. not do yeah. this. I felt like I was going to throw up a little bit. Uh, <laughs> and then John Dory Sr. and June Dory, they show up to try to handle the situation. Although, I got to say, they did not go in the direction that I thought they were going to go with Dakota and all that other yep. stuff. Like clearly mm-hmm. Morgan thought she could be saved. Clearly John and June thought she could be saved. They go so far as to say that they even forgive Dakota for what she did, that yeah. people can be better than they are at their worst. And Dakota's just like, Nope. She, uh, was gonna, well, uh, they distracted Dakota, essentially. John allowed himself to be shot in the arm so that June could shoot the gun out of her hand or whatever, but Mm -hmm. ultimately, she realizes that Teddy would have betrayed her anyway because John Dory Sr. was like, he only wants you here because he needs two people to turn the keys. Like, you can't be turned simultaneously by one person. So, and as soon as she realizes that, you know, it's like everyone in her life has left her or betrayed her, and she thought she was accepted by this guy, but he was just using her. Mm-hmm. So she just straight up murders him. And by the way, uh, when she kills Teddy, it is the least nervous about killing somebody she was. Like, yeah, when she shot at people prior to that, she was very shaky handed. This mm-hmm. was, this mm-hmm. was. This was not that. And no. she was just ready to accept her fate at that point, which was, yep. at least it was quick, I guess. Super Eesh. quick. <laughs> Super quick. But I, I think that I have a theory about this because mm-hmm. I think June and, and John Sr. Yeah. Uh, had this attitude towards Dakota because they felt they were going to die. It's like that that realization you have when you have just minutes to yeah. live. Yeah, Maybe, it's possible. Yeah, you know, you know what? they didn't right? know that. Uh, they didn't know that Teddy had a there was bunker a bunker. There. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel like the their attitude would have been different if they weren't about to die. Yeah, if they just stumbled across Teddy and Dakota, and there was not the threat of the the bomb. Mm-hmm. Um, I think 
things would have been different. A forgiving nature yeah. probably comes out of people more when they know that their end is, yeah. is near. Right, but, right, yeah. right. Yep. Uh, okay, so other thoughts on the finale. Uh, I mean, we were wondering how they were going to get out of this, Aurora. And yeah. the answer is they didn't. They just set off bombs. They went off. The nukes went off. And yep. the only people, I guess, at this point that we have to worry about how are they going to get out of this is Morgan and Grace and uh, Rufus right. and Rachel's baby. Yeah. Uh, these are well, the only... I mean, but, but at the same time, the group that's in the helicopter, mm -hmm. they they go, they leave, right? Mm -hmm. And as soon as they like get off the ground, the bomb goes off. And I was like, there's no way they survived this. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it was if it was far enough away, they they would have survived, I think. Still, like I mean, I feel like the the, the shock wave, right? Like the it yeah, would, yeah, it would do something to the helicopter at least, like just shake it a little. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, um, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I I really don't know. I'd, I don't know. Maybe for the sake of maybe these are television show nuclear blasts, Aurora, where people can inexplicably survive. Honestly, where Dwight and uh, Sherry were with this, with this family, mm -hmm. I do not know how they are at all protected. From... Yeah, especially since they like removed the door, like they just, <laughs> the door. Yeah. Well, I mean, they were hanged. holding it down. Like they had tied rope right to the back end or whatever. And they were right. holding it down, but like if, still. if they were getting that kind of a shockwave effect, like there's no way they're escaping no. the radiation or the fallout or anything like that. Yep. Yep. And for everybody else, like, you know, you still have to contend with the fallout and stuff. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We, the, the, other, we the, other, the other thing I was going to mention is that um, we had that episode where Daniel was not well and he was seeing things, right? He was imagining things. Yeah. And then this episode, people like he has this information for the coordinates and people are doubting him because of that previous experience. Mm -hmm. But it turned out that he was right. He tur it turned out that this other guy was a uh, uh, part of the cult. Yes. Yep. Um, so I'm wondering if that episode where he was seeing, you know, uh, imagining things if it was really him or if it if mm -hmm. or he if he was right always trust in daniel is uh is what yeah. i say <laughs> yes yes <laughs> yeah yeah that was interesting too ndd aurora never doubt daniel no no maybe that's why you know the helicopter is gonna survive daniel is in it that's it that's yep. the only reason <laughs> yep i would feel safe with that guy in the zombie apocalypse <laughs> he may seem like a kindly old grandpa but mm -mm. no sir uh yep. i would absolutely feel like strand no way no way no would way. i feel safe with that guy no uh, most of the people i would not feel safe with morgan probably uh i will feel 100 percent safe with morgan <laughs> yeah daniel absolutely it's kind of a toss-up for pretty much everybody else yeah interestingly enough we didn't see alicia this episode no no she just we only that saw room. that we only saw when the explosion happened we saw the the the, sign. the hallway yeah, yeah, yeah. of of that bunker kind of like yep. shake mm -hmm. but we didn't see her which i i thought was interesting too yeah yeah hmm. uh okay so any any final thoughts or feelings on episode 16 aurora and if not what would you give it 
I gave it, like I said, it's my favorite episode this season. I gave mm-hmm. it a five. And the reason why it was my favorite is because I felt I felt tense the whole time. Mm-hmm. The whole time I was watching it, I was like in, uh, in this tense uh, mode that I really like when I'm watching Fear the Walking Dead. So, mm-hmm. And it made me really excited to see what happens in the next season. Yeah, so. I'm pretty excited to see what happens as well. Uh, I... I came close, but I really like this. This was an excellent rebound from mm-hmm. um, the last couple of episodes. I went four and a half with this one. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. I still am not sure how some of these people are going to get out of this unscathed. Yep. And it really, like, this is a typical Walking Dead thing where the group gets split up and they have to regroup all over again. But in mm-hmm. this case, a lot of them are really split up. And also, uh, there's a whole lot of nuclear fallout zones as well. So yep. I, I don't know how any of them end up getting back together. But it's television, Aurora. These things <laughs> find a way of happening. So, um, yep. Okay, everybody, so uh, that's it for Fear the Walking Dead for now. It is not it for The Walking Dead in general, but it will be for a couple of months uh, anyway. So that being said, uh, in the meantime, uh, you can head on over to cinemageekly.com where you can check out the archives of the show. Uh, Of course, uh, these podcasts, Fear the Walking Dead and all the others on Cinema Geekly are listener-supported podcasts, and... Uh, I honestly cannot thank people enough for the support thus far. It is way more than I was expecting. Uh, but you can help support us. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash cinemageekly. And uh, we also have uh, merchandise available, apparel and more at geeklymerch.com, including uh, merch for this very podcast. Uh, I just put up, I think there's a... Uh, Hear the Walking Dead uh, shirt, and there's like a mug and stuff, and of course there's the Tobias Lives. Uh, yes. Still only at two sales so far, Aurora, but I'm hoping to sell more <laughs> of the Tobias Lives uh, yeah. shirts. I'm uh, sure. I'm sure he survived this nuclear blast. Oh, I'm absolutely. Sure he he's not even in the state. Yeah, he's somewhere <laughs> else for <Yes>. sure. Um, <laughs> he continues to live, of course. Uh, but yeah, uh, all of those things available and, uh, merch available for other podcasts as well at geeklymerch.com. Uh, this podcast, along with, uh, many others can be found on Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, and Spotify. In this case, just search for here, the walking dead, hit subscribe. And that way you can come back sometime in August. I think it's late August, uh, to talk about the first episode of the final season of the walking uh. dead. Yeah. <laughs>